Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Monday, February 26th. I'm Gary Stevens. It's our monthly update of what's going on at Gateway Mission here in Holland. We have the executive director of Gateway Mission, Jay Remerspa, on the other side of our table, along with the director of ministry operations, Scott Klingberg. Gentlemen, both of you, good morning. Welcome back to WHTC. Good to be here, Gary. Good morning. Glad you are with us. If you have a question about what's going on at Gateway Mission, Jay and uh, Scott, be happy to answer it at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Before I go any further, with Jay here, of course, the former, uh, well, the Zealand High School graduate, uh, star athlete at the University of Michigan, as well as in the National Football League, do need to bring you a couple of questions with your perspective uh, as an athlete. First of all, about the professional football team in this state. And, of course, you were wondering which one. <laughs> but, anyway, uh, your thoughts about uh, the possibility that we might see more than just one year out of the Detroit Lions being a successful team? Yeah, I, I think you do, you will. I, I'm really been impressed with kind of the front office and the moves that they've made, as well as, you know, Dan Campbell. The only thing... Um, I think that uh, Mr. Campbell, Coach Campbell, needs to kind of recognize situational offense and perhaps kick a field goal every once in a while. So, anyway, um, you know, he's he's a good coach. He's brought a culture to that team that has really turned that team around, and it's exciting to be in this state and see that uh, Hawaiian blue uh, around again. So it's kind of fun to see. The other team, of course, being that uh... – uh, Jay starred for the Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, while he was a player, and some say the window of opportunity for the Bills, let's just say, has a sense of urgency with Josh Allen around. If they don't do something next year especially, that window might close pretty soon. Yeah, you know, Josh Allen is a generational talent. You see that each and every week. He gets out there, he just leads that team, uh, just carries the team on his shoulders and what you worry about is long term the health of that individual right and so because he is so dynamic and he can run the ball he can pass the ball uh he's in on every play you worry about him getting hurt so i i really follow the bills they're the team that gave me the first opportunity in the nfl and so that's my team and um i really look forward to seeing some great things in the coming year of course when the bills eventually move into their new facility when Rich Stadium, pardon me, Ralph Wilson, or whatever name they call it now. You know, that's one of the oldest facilities in the NFL, and I remember when it was new in 1974. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was it was in rough shape when I was playing there, so you can imagine what it looks like now. Yeah, 73, actually. It was OJ's first, you know, OJ's uh, big year of 73 was the first year uh, at Rich Stadium. Finally, college football, as a Michigan Wolverine, Jim Harbaugh leaves, that's one point, but the other point is, is it a Wild West scene right now in college football with name, image, and likeness and basically free movement of players? Absolutely. You know, Jim Harbaugh, you either love him or hate him. He was very accomplished as a professional athlete and then as a coach, just had a, a phenomenal track record of turning programs around and winning. But the NIL has definitely changed the game, and personally, I don't believe for the better. I think this is going to end up being the NFL light, 
And it's just a matter of time before kids are expecting to get paid at, you know, 17, 18 years old. And then they're in for a couple of years and they're out. And it's just a, a G League or a, um, uh, help me out, what, you know, kind of a, a transitional league. Academy. The, academy for the NFL. You're absolutely right, Gary. And we'll turn into academy just as Association Football has academies right now uh, abroad. And we don't really see much of the college game on that particular level. All right. Enough of the sports questions. We want to get Scott Klingberg involved. He is Director of Ministry Operations. And Jay, of course, is the Executive Director of Gateway Mission. If you have a question about the mission, 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. I do want to mention this. Holly and I, my wife and I, uh, had breakfast at the Gateway Spoon, East 24th Street near US 31. Uh, recently, we were very impressed with the decor, very impressed with the service, and most importantly, very impressed with the food. We will be back, and hey, not only will we be back as citizens, this particular show will be live at the Gateway Spoon on Wednesday, April 24th to do our show there. We're looking forward to it. Hey, we can't wait to have you out, Gary. It's a phenomenal uh, venue, great space. Fresh, local, delicious food, right, with a higher purpose, a higher mission. And so we're really excited about the Gateway Spoon and seeing that come to fruition. has been uh, kind of an idea in concept for a number of years, but it's an extension of the work that we do, the critical job training that we do to kind of help those folks transition, which we'll talk about a little bit later, from being on the streets and being homeless and being in poverty into a secure, safe environment, then ultimately into a job and being self-sufficient. It's a great story, and it's a great place. Thanks for coming out. I would invite all your guests to come out and be a part of The Spoon. I'll have a follow-up question from a listener in a few moments, but I do have a call right now. Good morning. You're on the line with Jay Remersma and Scott Klingberg. Hi. Uh, last week, I happened to attend a chamber event, which was a, uh, a networking event, a breakfast, kind of an open house thing at The Spoon. Uh, and it was a great uh, exposure for many people to see not only how beautiful it was, but how uh, just what an inviting place it is. Uh, the, the food was amazing. And then the next day, I was at another chamber event, and our lunch was catered by uh, by Gateway Spoon. So uh, it was it to have other uh, businesses and organizations uh, think about that, that you can um, bring people there for an event. You can also uh, cater uh, through Gateway as well. And it's just, if you're going to, if you're going to have an event like that for, um, for an event for your company and you're going to buy from somebody, uh, your easy way to do it to support a local nonprofit like Gateway is to just, uh, have them do it. And the food was delicious. And I mean, I finished everything and I wanted more chips. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but I just, just a hint for everybody else that you're going to spend, you, you have the money in your budget already to cater, uh, use gateway and that'll be a support for a, a great local organization. So just uh, two thumbs up there, Jay. Thanks again. Thank you very much for the call. Yeah. You know, it's funny because that's part of my problem is I always want more chips too. <laughs> You know, my joke is um, when I was transitioning from quarterback to tight end, all the coaching staff talked about was gaining weight. And, you know, that, that took me a very short period of time to gain the weight to move from quarterback to tight end, and I've been trying to take it off ever since. <laughs> but you know what? The Gateway Spoon is a tremendous, um, uh, just an opportunity for our community to come alongside 
the work, the critical work that we do on behalf of the homeless and less fortunate in a tangible way. I mean, who doesn't want to enjoy a great meal with friends and family and faith groups? We have Bible studies there uh, all the time that are meeting, men's groups, women's groups, and it's just an opportunity to connect, connect Gateway uh, into the larger community and then support the work that we do. It's awesome. 616-395-1450. If you have a question for Jay Remus or Scott Klingberg of Gateway Mission, 616-395-1450. One more follow-up question about the Gateway Spoon. Uh, when we had the segment on Gateway last month, we got a caller who said, why don't you open for dinner? Why do you only open for breakfast and lunch? There might be people that want to have dinner at the Gateway Spoon. Uh, I let the you know, call, thank the caller for the call, but basically, well, anyway, I'm going to pose that question and bring it out to both of you guys. Why only a breakfast and lunch venue? Well, you know, we decided that before my tenure started here at, at Gateway, but I will say that, um, it's modeled after, uh, Lulu's kitchen, which is in Naples, Florida. And it's an, an extension down there, Lulu's kitchen of St. Matthew's house, very similar social enterprise, very similar in terms of uh, the practical job training that we're trying to accomplish for our guests and our students that go through our program. And, you know, they were a breakfast lunch place. Now, is there opportunity for us to extend those hours? Absolutely. We're considering opening up on Tuesday. We currently go from Wednesday through Sunday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. It closes at 2 p.m. in the dining area. Um, but the cafe and coffee shop is open to three. So, you know, we're always looking at ways, but we wanted to start small and have a gradual integration of our student population into the Gateway Spoon. And so I think that that's prudent and uh, we're looking for a avenues to kind of increase revenue and support from our community. 616-395-1450. If you have a question for Scott Klingberg or for Jay Reamer from Gateway Mission, 616-395-1450. Philosophy of Gateway Mission is one that, shall we say, is not totally embraced by a lot of people. And that is, well, to use an old Reagan line, if the if you see the government coming up saying, I can help. I can help. Run away. Run away. <laughs> because uh, uh, it, it usually is not going up well. It just seems as if a lot of what we're trying to do for those in need is more of a case of a handout, more of a case of enabling, more of a case of, uh, well, they need the help, and they don't know what to do. So let's help them out instead of helping them move forward. I, you know, to be honest with you, the philosophy the Gateway Mission has, I see good value in it. So explain a little bit, both either one of you, about the hand up versus the hand out philosophy. Absolutely, Gary. I think you hit the nail right on the head there. One of the things that I was attracted to the work at Gateway uh, when I first came on staff, was the fact that we are different. First of all, we take, we take no government funding, and that allows us to run the program that we think will lead to life transformation. And I think you're absolutely right. Government programs allow folks to endure poverty, and Gateway Mission is all about escaping poverty and homelessness. 
And so our philosophy is completely different. And I'm going to kick it over to Scott Klingberg, who's our director of ministry operations, because this idea and concept of how we address homelessness and poverty in our community really is is his is his area of expertise. He's been in it a lot of years. And so, Scott, take it away and explain that difference that we have from other entities. Sure. We don't believe really in, in the handout so much. Uh, Robert Lupton in his book, Toxic Charity, really expressed it well. He said, when you first get a gift from somebody, you appreciate it. Then you, next time you anticipate it, then you expect it. And soon enough, you you're, feel entitled to it. And all of a sudden, you're dependent on it. And that's really what we try to work against. We don't want to pe- see people dependent on government benefits and and really living in, not in freedom to do what they want, but living under that uh, really authority of those government benefits, telling them this and that and where they can live and what they can do. So it's really a difference in, in philosophy fundamentally to be um, really truly giving them a hand up and not a hand out. And it really goes against our Christian ethos here in West Michigan, right? Because as Christians, we are called to help those in need. And so naturally, what do we want to do? We want to extend a gift to an individual that looks like they're in desperate need, right? But in actuality, if you don't come around that individual first and build a relationship with them and find out exactly what brought them to this spot in their life, and all we do is hand out something to somebody, we can actually be keeping them in the very situation that is destroying them. And so our, our philosophy is different. I think it's unique. You can see this pendulum swinging across the nation as more government handouts and more people, I think, with good intentions are trying to help. But you see the problem continue to grow and get bigger. Well, why is that? Because God's design is for us to have freedom through him, and there is value and dignity in work. And so we are all about moving somebody on that that trajectory to get out of poverty and escape it, not simply endure it. Two things I'm going to bring up, uh, and this is going to be a case of I'm singing to the choir, but I'm, I'm bringing them up. One, by helping people... Yeah, that could be the great solve to people, people's guilty consciences. Well, we got to help the the poor and the needy. So we'll throw money at them, okay? And then we'll feel better because we've done our stuff. Instead of going to them, working with them, that takes time. That takes commitment. That might get a little messy. We don't want to do that. It's just give them the money and let's get, you know, leave them alone. You know, that's not the right thing to do. No. And I I would actually say, and I like to say this in the, the talks that I give to people, sometimes we can actually be subsidizing addiction with our charity or poor behavior with our charity. And it makes us feel good to give that hand out, right? It makes us feel good to get rid of that guilt. But in actuality, we could be hurting that individual and sometimes doing irreparable harm, uh, not only for them, but for generations to come in that cycle of poverty. The other thing, too, is that, sorry, folks, if you're not a believer, but I'm going to throw this at you. By just throw, giving them handouts, we're really reinforcing their sin and you know, making it feel as if, their sin 
is worth it. Now, granted, not every person's situation is based on sin. There are circumstances that do come. But for those who are there because of sin, we're enabling them. And that's wrong. I'm sorry, that's wrong. Absolutely. And, you know, Gateway Mission proudly uh, shares the gospel at every opportunity because we believe that inner transformation will lead to uh, outer transformation. And so if you want to escape the cycles of poverty and homelessness, uh, one of the best ways you can do that, if not the best way, is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And now the idolatry of sin or addiction goes away and uh, it's not that you don't battle with those things, but we come alongside those individuals and share that with them each and every day. Um, you know, Scott has a great example of uh, a, a local church that that took in a family and then all of a sudden called us and said, hey, we've been at this for over a year plus. I'll let him tell the story, and we're not getting anywhere. So help us. Yeah, they had called and said that they wanted to meet and uh, realized that they had gotten involved with a family that they'd been helping for more than a year and they just continued to help and help and help and the first of the month would come and they'd be there knocking at the door asking for more help and they're really, they really their point was where does this end and that's where we come a different we we challenge people we're challenge oriented we want to push people to um, move forward to get a job to make changes in their life we're we don't want to see them uh, stay and locked in one place where it's really uh, a, a dead-end road and can be deadly. I, I would just like to add to that. You know, most people don't realize this, but when I was a sophomore in high school, I had a coach, Mickey Cochran here, great coach. Good man. Great man. Actually serves at our great Thanksgiving banquet each and every year and has for a number of years. But when I was a sophomore, he challenged me. He said, hey, next week we're getting together and I want you to write down some of your goals for this upcoming season. And, you know, being a, a high school student, I had forgotten about the the meeting until like 10 minutes before. So I quick jotted down some things and I slid my piece of paper across the table and, and Mickey looked at him and he said, hmm, interesting. And then he put together a typed sheet of paper and he slid my goals that he had for me across the table. And he made me read them. And do you realize that his goals were so much bigger than what I could think of. And he challenged me from that day forward. I started writing goals in every facet and area of my life. And that's what Gateway Mission does every single day. We challenge people that come through our doors with the gospel of Jesus Christ, number one. They don't have to be a Christian in order to come into our program. They don't have to be a believer when they exit. But we take everybody, but then we slide those goals each and every day across the table to our guests and say, hey, listen, there is so much more for you. This is bigger than you. You can do this. And it's amazing to see that transformation. When somebody believes in somebody, all of a sudden that transformation takes place and it clicks. It did for me and it does each and every day for our guests at Gateway. What you're discussing and what you've been discussing here is maybe something radical, but then again, we're called to be countercultural anyway, Jay, about how we view life, and in this case, how we view charity, how we view helping others. That, some, to a certain extent, is countercultural, but then again, we're called to be countercultural, aren't we? 
We absolutely are. You know, Scripture tells us that we are called out and that we need to be peculiar. I used to say that to my kids, and they would look at me like, Dad, I don't want to be peculiar. But the older I get, the more I realize we need to do things that are different than the way the world's doing them. And that's what Gateway Mission does each and every week, each and every day, 365 days a year. We do something that addresses the problem from the inside out, that has life transformation, that is generational because poverty can be cyclical. And we're trying to break that poverty in, in each and every generation. It's exciting to see, and Scott does a great job doing it. And then, Scott, be honest with you, some people resent that. I'm sure. going to be honest with you. Some people do resent it. They saying, well, the gateway mission is fine, but they want you to do this and that and all that. Well, sometimes you have to face, got to face yourself a little bit. And what you guys do more than anything else, you put a mirror in front of them, aren't you? Yeah. And I think we all want to, we all want to take the path of least resistance. You know, I think about when we have kids, we want them to get to eat their dinner. You know, we want to eat all the things on their plate. Well, if you send them to their room, and somebody in because they haven't finished their dinner, and they go to their room, and somebody's feeding them Twinkies. They say, "Fine, I don't need that stuff on the plate. I got the Twinkies over here." You know that happens a lot with handouts. We give them the things that they want, and they don't get the things they really need. And, and that's really a sad circumstance to see that just continue on and on and on. Now, we're getting toward the end of winter, and some might say, "Well, it's time that uh, you know." We, we don't have to think so much about the homeless or the people that need the help. But this is like a false dawn, to be honest with you, where the need is still going to be there just because it's not going to be cold and snowy and icy. Uh, sometimes people sort of slack off in terms of helping, especially helping financially with the uh, Gateway Mission. Yeah, and I will tell you that as we head to those summer months, we see a decrease in contributions, revenue, and that type of thing. Um, but our need doesn't go away. And as a matter of fact, in the last few years, our need has continued to increase as population increases here in Ottawa and Allegan County. And those are the two counties that we serve primarily. And, you know, it's interesting. Just a side note, Gateway goes through approximately 50 cans of fruit and vegetables per day. Imagine that 50 cans per day. And so, you know, those items that we need, those needs that we have don't go away. They're here in the doldrums of winter. They're here when, you know, uh, during the, the summer months. Um, and so if your listening audience would be so generous to drop off individual canned goods, it can be dropped off at the men's center. That's where our centralized kitchen is on 166 River Avenue, but those needs don't go away. And I know that this community is very generous. And so when, when we put out a clearing call and say, we have a need, it's amazing to see how many people come to our aid. But, but Gary, I'm just here to tell you, um, those needs aren't going to go away and we're going to continue to do what we have done for over 120 years. And that's how, that's by helping people escape poverty. And we're going to continue to do that for the next 120, Lord willing. Or if he doesn't, if he tarries, That's as right. they say. That's right. Hopefoundhere.org is the website, hopefoundhere.org. And more information, 
Powell with a phone, they'd be happy to talk to you at 616-396-2200. 616-396-2200. That is Gateway Mission here in Holland. Jay Ramersma, Scott Klingberg, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Look forward to chatting with you again a little bit later on in the year. Sounds great. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Thank you very much. Scott Klingberg and Jay Ramersma from Gateway Mission on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.